Hello and welcome to the very first episode of the Off by Nick podcast. <laughs> I am your host, Maddie, and I am here with my co-host, best friend, cousin. <laughs> wow, I really do it all. Riley is her name. Hello. <laughs> you guys, bear with us. This is our first episode. We're new to this. We're getting the hang of things. So we'll see how this goes. Yes, it's finally happening. And I am so happy for everyone listening that you get... <laughs> I'm so happy for them too. They're so lucky. <laughs> they really are. <laughs> We're here to change your lives. Oh my gosh. All right, you guys. Well... This podcast, we just kind of wanted to catch you guys up on what we're doing, how it looks to be making passive income in your 20s. We want to give you guys all the business tips, all the life in your 20s tips, and all the tea. Yes. <laughs> we might be talking about pop culture every now and then. Yeah. I don't think that we could resist even if we tried. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, let's get right into our tactical tips. Yes. So we want to start off every episode with a tactical tip of the day section where we kind of tell you guys like a tip each episode that we personally have found really helpful and something that you can implement into your life or your business right away. Um, okay. So my tactical tip of the day is to focus on progress over perfection. If you are starting a business or doing anything, really, if you have any ideas, my advice is just to get started. Don't get stuck in the analysis paralysis phase. Just focus on making progress and doing things that move the needle forward every single day to get your ideas off the ground. I think that's super helpful for people who are either perfectionists or overthinkers. Yeah. I feel like everyone like struggles with that. Like I f well, yeah. I don't know. At least for at least for me, like I feel like I always have like a million ideas, but it like takes me a while to actually like get them off the ground and I'm trying to focus more on like actually doing instead of focusing on like every little thing like being perfect before I move on to the next step. Right. I totally agree. It's better to just get it out there than focus on everything being like lined up exactly how you want it to be. You can always work on that down the road. I was going to say, yeah, you can always go back and change things. Right. All right. What's your tactical tip of the day? Okay. My tactical tip of the day is to not be afraid to put yourself out there, whether that's a new business or if it's marketing on social media or honestly, just like living your life. Like, don't be worried about what other people are going to think. Honestly, no one really cares that much about what you're doing. Um, and, you know, we're all our own worst critics. But if we weren't, I think a lot of people would get a lot more done. Yeah, I think that's really helpful, especially the part that you said, like, no one cares that much about what you're doing anyways. I feel like everyone thinks, like, when they post on social media, or, like, that's, like, just the example in my mind. People are going to be like, oh, my God, like, so cringy, like, oh, but, like, really, like, no one is, like, paying that much attention to you. And, like, if they are, they're weird. Right. Chances are they're just clicking through your stories and you're going to be on their brain for like a millisecond. Yeah, exactly. So this episode, I thought it might be a good idea for us to give the listeners some ideas on how to make money in your 20s. You 
are a great person to talk about that. You put yourself out there. You started a business. It became very successful. And I feel like that's a lot of people's – a lot of people obviously want to do that. That's the dream. But I think a lot of people get stuck in that analysis paralysis and can't figure out what to do or where to start. So what are some ideas that you have? Well, I have so many ideas. I'm definitely like an ideas person. But what I think a lot of people don't understand about my business too is that like this was not the first business I started. Like it took me a lot of like trial and error and failure to really like get to the place that I'm at. And you did really well with like you kept pushing forward. You didn't let anything like beat you down or make you quit, which is huge. I definitely think that's like one of like the biggest things that like separates people who are successful from people who aren't successful is like not letting like a failure like stop you. Because I've had so many things where like I've lost money, like I've failed miserably at businesses, like I've had fallouts with people that I started businesses with, like I've had a lot of stuff happen, which sounds weird because I even started this business so young, but I don't know, I feel like I've always had like kind of like an entrepreneurial like spirit, so I've done like a lot of different things that like led me to this. That's awesome, and that like should show people that even if the first business you start isn't like a huge million dollar success right away just keep pushing you're one step closer to finding what is going to be a success and I feel like it usually isn't like if you look at anyone who's like made a lot of money like I I honestly don't I can't even think of one person who like started a business and like right away it was super successful their first try like really easy like that's just like not real so like when it comes to or when we're talking in terms of like what business ideas specifically I have obviously like starting my drop shipping business and then starting like my coaching business teaching people how to drop ship is like what ultimately led to like me becoming a millionaire so if anyone is looking for an idea to get started I obviously recommend drop shipping like I had huge success with that and I really liked it too like I liked being able to create my own brand and learn about marketing and um, all that stuff. So I guess that would be like my first. And you don't need a lot of money to get started, which I think is cool. And that was one of the things that drew me to it in the first place. So I definitely think that's like my like top idea for like getting started um, in your 20s if you have like no business experience. Yeah. I mean, there were so many perks with that that I noticed for you. First of all, once you figured out that you wanted to do drop shipping, I feel like it picked up very quickly within like a Mm -hmm. month you were making like significant income yeah so that was really nice it's not like you have to wait like a really long time for it to pick up or for your income to outweigh your expenses or anything like that and with drop shipping you don't have a whole lot of expenses other than like getting an llc and stuff like that yeah Yeah, your website and ads and stuff but you don't have to pay for inventory which is like a huge thing right Yeah, so that's amazing. I feel like that's really good for, like, younger people who don't have, like, a ton of money saved up to start a business. Right, yeah. And, like, if you've – like, I was someone who always wanted to have, like, a, like, online boutique or something like that. Like, I just – Right. I don't – like, I liked doing that, and it was also, like, a creative outlet for me. Like, it was also fun doing that. Yeah, I remember when you first got your leggings, I was like, I want some. And they were butt-lifting leggings. I was like, give me some of that. They were actually really cute too. And like people loved them. Like I got like a lot of like customer feedback, which is always fun. Like seeing Especially people. men. <laughs> I had some men reach out. Yeah. That was like my favorite 
thing ever. A guy reached out to Maddie and was twice. He reached out twice. Same guy. I don't know. Okay, I don't know if it was the same guy or two separate guys, but it was like the same email, so it like had to be the same guy. And he was like, "Do you have male enhancing leggings?" Yeah. (laughs) Oh my god. He was like, "Women compliment me in Ah. yoga on what I wear already, but I don't." I don't know if it was like a joke, but like so weird weird. as a joke. And then also like a scam, but like a scam for what? It was just, it was the strangest email I've ever received. Yeah. So you definitely had a lot of stories of that business. Another business idea that I actually almost did, I almost opened up my own tanning boutique. Maddie and I were talking about it a lot, and there are not a lot of upkeep costs and I don't know if anyone out there goes tanning. Um, I mean, spray tanning. But it's pretty pricey and it takes just like 15 minutes to do someone. And yeah, I mean, it would have been a really good idea, I think. No, I feel like it's such a good idea. And um, there's like the mobile spray tanning right. is becoming more and more popular. So you don't even have to pay for like a studio. Um, and then like the tanning equipment i think is like not that much money like at all and i feel like so many people are moving away from like things that can actually damage your skin or like impact your health like tanning beds or i'm like the first person to lay out in the sun i love it but i'm 27 and i already have to get botox so that i don't get wrinkles so that's why spray tanning is definitely a go-to yeah and another thing i was thinking about that like spray tans wear off faster and like you know how when we used to go to the tanning beds there was like a monthly membership yeah like if you did like a monthly member maybe some places already have this but the place i go to doesn't have it and if you yeah if you had like a monthly membership for like the spray tanning yeah that's that's so true oh my god catch me next month having my own spray tan business I know it is. It's like such a good idea. Another business idea that I have heard about lately, this, my mom's friend is actually doing this. She left real estate to do this is becoming a travel agent. And I think this is like the coolest job ever because it's free for like customers to work with travel agents. And then the um, hotels and like excursion companies and whatever that people do on their vacations, like pay the travel agent a commission. So you're like booking these like extravagant vacations for people and then you get a commission from it. And you also get like a lot of times like hotels and like cruise lines and things will like invite travel agents to like come stay with them like for free i would do it just for that that's amazing i know and it's i think it's like the coolest business model like if you're like super into like traveling and can like make a really beautiful like instagram page and tiktok feed like you could do really well with this business that's so true and then down the road you could become like a travel blogger and make money off of that. Yeah, I always see people like on TikTok, like whenever someone posts like a travel video, they're like, oh my God, like where do you stay? And like, what do you do? And like all this stuff. So like, I feel like it's something that's like in demand too. Yeah, that's going to lead me into my next idea would be being like a travel blogger. I think that you can, if you use like a certain type of credit card for like your flights and stuff, it basically pays for itself with the points that you receive. And so, I mean, who wouldn't want to do that? Yeah, no, I think that's a great idea. I'm 
like personally not that big of like a travel like i would ne- i would not want to be like traveling 24 7 i know a lot of people would i feel like i'm in the minority of like i don't want to do that yeah. but um especially if you're like young single oh yeah for sure yeah i mean it's like a cool job right and both of those things are like working on your own terms too which is nice right. like you're not like a flight attendant where you're like having to be like work at certain hours and stuff like that and with those like you could also do like side hustles like drop shipping i mean you could be making bank while you're doing all that because you really don't have to have like a home base for any of that mm-hmm. yeah work from wi-fi jobs yeah i love that another idea that i like and this is a new one of mine but I, this is another one I want to do. I want to open up a yoga studio. And okay, I know that's kind of a leap for like people in their 20s because you would have to like open up an actual dude, no, up, hardly any upfront costs except rent and teachers. And then like a few mat, like the place I go to, we have like a few mats and it's like first come, first serve. And the memberships are like, I think over $100 a month. And they're like four or five different classes a day. There are anywhere from like six to like forty people in each class. People, yeah, it gets packed in there sometimes. Oh my god! Yeah, so you can make a lot of money doing that. That's crazy. I know. Think about how like fun that would be as a job. Just like owning a yoga studio, you can go get free yoga whenever you want. So you wouldn't be a teacher; you would just own the space. I feel like a lot of people who own yoga studios are also yoga teachers. That's true. Um, I hope that. This person doesn't listen to this podcast, but the lady who owns my yoga studio is a teacher on Saturday mornings, and she's, like, my least favorite. Yeah, she's, like, nice, but I don't know. Is she the one who told you you were breathing loud? <laughs> no, uh, but fuck that lady. That one's not your least no. favorite. <laughs> this late – okay. So after my class a few days ago, it was a restore – I don't know. If anyone's ever heard of yoga nidra, it's basically like nap time yoga. And obviously I'm a new mom. So I go in there and I have my own little nap time, my mom time. And I like woke up and I was like, oh my God, that was such a good class. Because I had never met this teacher before and I wanted to be nice and make her feel good. And she goes, yeah, you're breathing really loud. That's so (laughs) funny. There were like six people in there, so like everyone's sitting there, like listening to this conversation. I'm like, uh, was I snoring? And she was like, no. And I was like, then why did you say that? Was I snoring? Like, were you asleep? Oh yeah, I passed out. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> but like, I was so relaxed. Like, you should take that as a compliment. So funny. Um, the last like few times me and Tyler have gotten a couple's massage, he falls asleep and starts snoring. No, like I'm not. I don't want to do this anymore. It's yeah. so embarrassing. You know, it's a good massage though. Dude, you know where the best massage I got was? Massage Theory Jack's Beach or Massage Theory Yuli or Alpha School of Massage in Jacksonville. Everyone go visit. You'll get $5 off if you say Riley. $5. <laughs> but where other than Massage Theory, what's the best massage that you ever got? Mexico. Ah. It was the spa that we went to was like futuristic, like minimalistic, yeah. like all the istic words i've gotten a massage 
twice in two different places in Mexico. The first place was Tulum, and we hired these ladies to like come. I know it was risky. That sounds so. Sketchy. It was risky, but we hired these ladies to come to our Airbnb, and they brought like their own tables. And I was like laying next to Topher, and I started hearing these like sounds, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on over there?" Because like that wasn't happening to me, and so I looked lifted my head up is that a word lifted yeah okay <laughs> I lifted my head up and um they were doing the cupping on him oh damn and it was like popping and they didn't do that to me which like rude maybe Topher asked for it he didn't <laughs> I think he was surprised too and so that was a good massage then we also got it at one of the resorts in Cancun and that was a good one but massage series the best <laughs> but what did the lady do at your place that was like special other than just the spa being cool I don't know it was like the like she found like all the like tense muscles like you know when you can like feel it like pop like, yeah certain spots like she released a lot of tension you should have told her to come back with you <laughs> my suitcase it could have been like a live-in masseuse wouldn't that be so nice oh my god you know what i really want to do which i don't know why i haven't done it yet i yeah. really want to get like regular massages but i want it to be like at like a my family owns i know but i massage want no, i want studio. it to be at either Okay, I want it to be one of two places. One is either at my house, yeah, or second is at like uh like Ponte Vedra, like where I can like lay out by the pool and true, like have all true. the amenities. It's an experience. Yeah, yeah. I hate getting massages by my husband, <laughs> but I make him do it like every night. But he'll do it for like five minutes, and he'll be like, "My hand hurts," and I'm like shut up and get to work like you have a lot more work to do you haven't even done my right side <laughs> like get back on do that. you give him massages no <laughs> he's he's ticklish he wouldn't let me say that if he was here so he's so ticklish. no whenever tyler will give me a massage like he always will be like all right my turn and i'm like this is not uh <laughs> this is not how i imagine this going dude or he'll think that it's gonna lead to something else and i'm like this is a fucking massage. My back is in pain, okay? I have never been less in the mood than when I want a massage. <laughs> That's funny. Um, okay, what's your next business tip? All right, well, this one is kind of a little bit out there, but I think it was really cute. I saw it on TikTok, and I was like, that's such a cute idea. So this guy ordered pink cowboy hats from like some like online marketplace like he got them for like a wholesale price like really cheap and then he went to like the bars like in his neighborhood and like walked outside where people were like waiting in line to go to the bars and was like selling these pink cowboy hats and he made so much money i think he made like four hundred dollars like that night just no way I was, like, that's such like a fun like idea to like and like if someone is standing in line and sees someone selling a pink cowboy hat i would be like i want one yeah that's such a good idea i feel like that's outside of the box thinking and that will right if you can think of ideas like that you're gonna go far i totally agree i wonder if he was selling them during peak yellowstone season so they wear pink cowboy hats on yellowstone <laughs> no <laughs> just regular ones <laughs> I'm sure everyone there was like, oh, Yellowstone. <laughs> I would have been. I freaking love Yellowstone. It is so good. Never seen it. Anyone, anyone that I've told to watch it loves it. 
Do they hurt animals on it? No. For some reason, I thought someone said they, like, abuse a horse or something. No. Yes. There's one questionable scene. Oh, my God. They didn't do anything to a horse or anything. But I think that now I feel, like, icky talking about it. I think that the, like, producers or whatever, whoever's in charge of this, there was a scene where one of the guys who wanted John Dutton's land. John Dutton? <laughs> what? John Dutton. <laughs> He's the main guy. Anyway, this guy wanted the Dutton's land. <laughs> so in the show, that guy, to, like, retaliate, like, did something to the crops where, like, it made the cows die. And I think they got, like, real dead cows to do the scene what like how would you fake that unless you got real dead cows ai that's true that's a good point um other than that guys yellowstone is really great i highly suggest that you watch it (laughs) okay another business idea for people in their 20s that they don't have to get like licensed for or anything like that would be ugc user generated content thanks for breaking that down (laughs) you're welcome um so basically what this is is you would sign up on a site like billow and you create like a portfolio or like a page and businesses can go to your page and choose you to create like a video or like a content video for their product or I think people are even doing it now where they, like, create their own, like, website or just, like, portfolio, like, PDF and then, like, email it to brands, like, asking to work with them. Oh, that's smart. I think there are, like, a bunch of websites, too, like, besides Billow that look for, like, UGC creators. And there are people making, like, full-time incomes from doing that. Right. And that's perfect for people who, like, have the ability to make good content, but maybe don't want to show their face or, like, put it on their own social media. You don't have to market it at all on your own social media. You just send it into that business. Yeah, the company will use it on their profile, but you don't have to post it. Like, you're not – this is different from being, like, an influencer. Right. You could literally – if you're, like, a teenager, you could even do it, like, after school some days. Like, I know my little sister is 17. And she's been looking for a new job. And honestly, she should do, like, something like that because she could go to school and then come home and do that. Yeah. I don't know, like, if there's any age parameters on it. But, yeah. I feel like if you're not showing yourself, I don't know, maybe. Well, I feel like most, um, most, at least when I, like, for my um, dropshipping business, like, when I would um, pay for user-generated content, I would want people to, like, be in it. Like, I would want it to feel like they were, like, really, like, reviewing the product. True. Um, But that would be for, like, clothing. But also, I've seen, like, many printers and stuff like that. And you could, like, take a video of that or using it. And, like, you wouldn't have to put yourself or your body in it. True. Yeah. So, yeah, that's another cool option that you could do. Um, Make your own hours on your own time. Make as much as you want. So that's another good, like, side hustle. Yeah, and and with user-generated content, you don't have to be working um, during any specific hours. So you could work for, like, an hour or two and then do, like, whatever you want with the rest of your day. Oh, my God. You know what? That just made me think about. What? 
I've been wanting to tell you this story. Okay, so you know how I've been wanting to know what time I was born at for like the past 10 years? No. (laughs) Well, I have because I have wanted to get like my astrology chart because everyone else can look up their astrology charts, but my parents disagree on what time I was born at. So I've never known and I want to know more about myself. So... The other day, I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to find out what time I was born, if it's the last thing I do. So I called the hospital that I was born at, and I said, hi, I was born at this hospital 27 years ago, and I'm trying to find out what time I was born at. Can you look it up and tell me? And they said, we don't have records that date back that far. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm not 87, I'm 27. So I was like, okay, well, can you tell me how I would get them? And they said, you'd have to call your county's health and vitality office. So I Googled that. And do they have a phone number? No, they have an email. So I email them and I say, hi, I'm trying to find out what time I was born. And this is such a journey. No idea. So. They tell me that they don't do it through email. I would have to get my birth certificate and I would have to come in person to do that. They don't mail it or email it. That's so annoying. I know. And so I was, it was like 3.30. They closed at 4.30. And so I was like, I'm, and it was on a Friday. So I was like, I'm doing this today. <laughs> so I pack my baby up. Poor Carter is like, what is going on? <laughs> and I head down there. So I'm driving down there. It's literally in the worst area of town like I've ever been to. I was so scared. And but that wasn't gonna stop me either. So Dude, I just that I would be like, I'm not I know, I know. I've been wanting to know for so long. I've asked my grandparents what time I was born. Everyone gives me a different time. Literally everyone. My brother, no one knows. So I go inside, I give them my information, and I'm like waiting. So I go and sit down and this lady walks in with her like four-year-old daughter and then she has like a little baby and her baby was like crying and (laughs) I started talking to her because she sat like right in front of me and I also have a baby and I was like, oh, how old is your baby? And she told me and so we talked for a second and like that was that. So then she is like taking care of her baby sitting in front of me like facing forward and I'm sitting there like waiting and waiting and waiting. And her daughter is, like, super cute. She's sitting, obviously, next to her in the front row. And I look up, and the little girl flips me off. <laughs> oh, my God. Literally, like, four years old. And That's so funny. my jaw dropped. And I was, like, I looked at her, and I, was, I like, mouthed. I, I was, like, laughing. But I was, like, no. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> and she looked at me and smiled and nodded yes and flipped me off the tent. Oh my so god, that's I, like, so am funny. looking around and there are other people in there and they're just minding their own business. Like, they're not helping me at all. <laughs> what was the, the mom didn't see? Dude, no. She was taking care of her, like, crying baby and so I would have snitched on the little girl. But <laughs> I, she Snitches get stitches. Too. <laughs> this lady was obviously like, preoccupied. And so then I like look back up and every time I look up, this little girl flips me off. Like it's not even like she was holding it there. It's like she would wait for me to look and then just like surprise me with it. <laughs> so I'm like, so I'm just like laughing. Like whenever she does that, I'm just laughing and just like shaking my head. 
So, and again, like looking behind me and people just look at me like I'm fucking stupid. What would you do if you saw Carter do that? <laughs> I would say no. I don't know what I would do, honestly. Like, I have no idea. I don't know how this little girl even knows to put people off. She's like smiling too while she does it, which is like so mean. <laughs> so then she tells me to come here. And I'm like, no, like that's so weird. I'm not coming up to you. I don't know you. And you're flipping me off. And so I just like shook my head no and then she walks over to me and again mom is like totally busy with the baby and she whispers she like goes like she's gonna whisper in my ear and I'm like oh my god she's so cute like I love this kid and I'm like what are you gonna say and she goes I don't like you <laughs> I was like why <laughs> and like this office is like totally quiet like no one else is like saying a word why and she goes why don't you like me this is the best part she goes because you're so ugly (laughs) dude what i still have not recovered to this day i okay like did i hurry up and run out of the house and not care about what i looked like like yes but was the rest of the room models? Absolutely not. Like everyone, it looks like tired. It's the end of the day. Like I, it was, there was no attractive people in that room. I was definitely the most attractive person in that room. And she told me that I was so ugly. I have never been so offended in my life. I, what did you say? You know what I did? I turned around to see if anyone was going to come to my defense and help me, and no one did. <laughs> but, like, what if people heard her say that? Do you think they would have laughed, or do you think they would have been like, no? I don't know. I would have laughed if I saw it happen. But I, like, could not believe that. I was so offended. So funny. Oh, uh, so. Yeah, that was that was interesting. It's one of the funnier stories I've heard in my life. <laughs> I'm so glad that I could do that for you. Sounds like it could be a stand-up skit. Dude, I wish that I was making it up. Like, I genuinely, I feel like that's something that you could not even make up if you tried. So funny. Oh, my God. And she probably, like, thought it was, like, the funniest thing ever. <laughs> I, know. I was like, who, who do you think you are? Like, who do you think you are? No, that's so Um, Has anyone ever called you ugly? <laughs> what a weird question. Why? I hope not. Not to my face. Oh my god, you want to hear another funny story of someone calling me ugly? <laughs> <laughs> you have them stacked up? <laughs> yes, dude. I'll never forget this. So when me and Tober first started dating, we went to a football game downtown and we were walking to the car after the game. And first of all, this is in my prime. Okay. I was like 20 years old. I looked great. And so we're walking to the car and there's this like straight up crackhead, like probably high on crack at this time, sitting on the curb. And I'm just like walking past him, not making eye contact. And he goes, hey. And I go, hey. <laughs> and he says to Topher, he goes, no, you. And Topher really looks up like, what? And he goes, you could do way better. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck did I do to you? <laughs> I would jump in front of a car. 
to, it caused a real argument between me and Tobin because I was like, why did you not fight him? And Tobin was like, he's already homeless. What am I going to do to him? You should have came to my honor and fought him. So everyone's like, Riley, he's already homeless and he's a crackhead. Like, I don't know what he has on him. And I was so mad at him. so funny. Yeah, so I've been called ugly quite a few times. Well, he didn't call you ugly. He just said Topher's hotter. <laughs> and I think we can all agree that I'm Adam. I'm Adam Topher's lead. <laughs> Maybe it was a gay homeless man. I think it was a gay homeless man. <laughs> he wanted a piece of that. He's like, I'm better. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. You're never going to get my husband. <laughs> I feel like that shit always, like, like weird things happen to you that are, like, funny to talk I know. I don't feel like I have any, like, super funny stories. Oh, no stories of people fucking ripping you to shreds. Must be nice. If anyone said that to Tyler, like, I think I would, like, immediately start crying. <laughs> I was just mad at Tipper for not beating his ass i'm surprised you did it i was like i literally said to him i said to the homeless man i said what did i do to you and he just like laughed that's so funny <laughs> yeah so that was fun if you i've been thinking about this a lot since the new season of the bachelor is on if you broke up with topher would you ever go on the bachelor absolutely not but i have a side question to that do you think that the men on The Bachelor style themselves, or do you think that they get stylists? I don't know. I heard that the girls that go on have to buy all of their own like clothes, like their gowns and stuff. Well, I'm sure the guys do too, but they might like hire a stylist beforehand. Yeah, and I feel like it's much more common for guys to like rent their tuxes than for girls to rent their dresses. I feel like I feel like yeah. most girls are just gonna buy it. Yeah. I wonder, like, if you have, like, a luggage allowance, like, on The Bachelor. I know. That's true. Yeah, because, like, how do they house all those people? And all the gowns. Right. right. And, like, what happens when they go to sleep at night? Like, where do they all sleep? Do they still talk, like, when it's not filming? Like, I'm really curious about all that. Well, I would think they still talk. And I think in the mansion, they sleep in, like, bunk beds. Which is why I would never do that show. Because I could not, like, be around people 24-7. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. Like, I wonder if any drama happens, like, at night when the cameras aren't rolling. Oh, I'm sure it does. I'm sure if you, like, go back in seasons, there's probably, like, something that happened, like, off camera. Yeah. I don't know that I would ever do The Bachelor. I feel like that would just be so weird to, like, be competing with, like, 30. I mean, I guess that's real life, honestly. You're pretty much competing with, like, I don't know. Not when you're, like considering getting engaged hopefully yeah that's true that's a good point yeah i don't know and they can't they don't know who the bachelor is when they apply so it's like i could not like if i applied for the bachelor and clayton was the bachelor i'd be like nope reverse i actually liked him on the season he was on but then when he was the bachelor he was awful i adore joey yeah the newest one so far watch something like controversial happen and then people are gonna like come for me for we also that. didn't watch last season right that's true so i haven't like seen like a lot of his personality did you like pilot p i did when he was on hannah's season i liked him yeah but his mom was something else. Crazy. But this season, I think, will be good. It seems promising so far. Yeah, Daisy seems super cute. She's like a fan favorite. 
And I know that no one likes Maria, but I think she seems like a little like firecracker. I think she seems like fun. Like I feel like I'd want to be her friend. I still feel like Jess is faking her southern accent. One million percent. Like when I was watching it and I called you and I was like, it doesn't because I noticed it because when she walked into the mansion, she said you like really southern like you and i was like i'm gonna listen because that's like a common word and then when she was talking to him she said you normal and i was like you're faking this accent dude she sounds like me when i was like 10 years old like faking accent she lives in california i think she said she was from tennessee and i feel like once you move to a new place you kind of like well i guess britney from vanderpump didn't really change her accent well i don't know i feel like it like goes in and out hers does yeah yeah it's very you can't have it like super like okay if it's like fading away i could see that but it can't be it super can be fading thick. away in one night right well it can't be super thick and then non-existent like yeah. in the same night would you you said you would never go on it no would you ever be the bachelorette uh maybe yeah i don't think i could handle that if i could just be the bachelorette and not the on the not, bachelor yeah <laughs> Um, of course I would never do that because I'm married, but <laughs> if I was not, if I was not married, I don't know that I could do that. I feel like I would feel like every move of mine was being watched and that would be yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be on like a show. <laughs> you just do it like in real life. <laughs> Have you seen those TikToks that are like, I didn't go on to The Bachelorette, but I invited 20 of my hinge dates to this bar and we're going to see how it goes. <laughs> no, that's so funny. Dude, I saw a um, TikTok one time and this girl was like, she was getting ready to like go on a date somewhere and she got there a little bit early and she was like said to the bartender, she was like, once we sit down, like send this drink over and say it was from someone at the bar. Dude, that's amazing. What if there was like one old man at the bar or like an empty bar? That's so funny. That's actually a really good tactic for creative nowadays. I would, I am very thankful that I don't have to date though because dating freaks me out now. Like, I hear so many scary stories, even from my friends. Dude, I don't know how I found someone because I get the ick so easily. Yeah. Do you think the ick is like, a term that'll stick around or do you think our kids will be like like the ick will be like rad i hope that the ick stays around <laughs> my little siblings came into town for christmas and i said like the riz and i felt so cool the riz i don't even know what that is okay that let me educate you so <laughs> the riz basically means like the shit no it's like you could pull someone like you're like if someone has like a really good pickup line and it actually works. It's not cringy. They have the riz. <laughs> That's funny. I feel like I'm not that old. I should know. I'm Gen Z. Do you know I'm Gen Z? <laughs> I feel like there are conflicting um, conflicting timelines on what is a Gen Z and what is a millennial. So I guess you and Tyler are in different generations. Yeah. <laughs> I'm and Topher are way up there. Is Topher a year older? He is like four months older than me. Oh, so but his birthday is in the in the year before. Okay, and I'm New Year's Day ninety seven. <laughs> so you're like the first Gen Z ever, <laughs> literally ever to walk the earth. <laughs> if anyone has any questions, just feel free to reach out. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, with that, I guess that wraps up episode one. Thank you guys so much for being here. We are so excited to release new episodes every single week. Make sure you come back next week. This is really fun. And I can't wait to see where this goes and talk more with you guys more. (laughs) Peace out. (laughs) Bye.